Hey you, Nina here. You are officially listening to the first episode of season four, Triggered Can We Play With That? Like for real. (laughs) I'm so excited to be bringing in the new year with you all. Welcome to 2023. If you did not listen to the final episode of 2022, and it was about being an emotionally sober badass in 2023, then right here, right now is your invitation to go listen to that episode, okay? (laughs) We played with emotional stage, your emotional parts, how you can redefine your relationship with your emotions, as well as, you know, when some of us gravitate towards alcohol, drugs, people, sex, animals, right? Like accumulating or using these things to control or rather feel a sense of control in the world. What we might really be needing to do, folks, is check in with our emotional selves, yes, our emotional parts, and figure out what is it that is going on, okay? So if you haven't heard that episode, I want you to go back to that episode because it is a great episode for you to start 2023 with being an emotionally sober badass. Okay. If you don't know what that means, go back and listen to that episode. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So here we are first episode of 2023. What is it that we're going to be playing with today, Nina? Well, I'm glad that you asked me if you are unfamiliar with this show. We play with triggering topics, triggering stories are told, right? Or stories rather in which someone has been triggered. Let me go ahead and fix that now. And then we offer a little psychoeducation from a drama therapy, counseling, right? Psychoeducational perspective. And then I offer you a challenge for the upcoming week. I am super growth oriented. If you're like, Nina, I don't really like to grow. This podcast is not going to be for you. And that's okay, my friend. I am really big on growth. I am really big on challenging myself when I have the capacity, right, to level up in new and different ways, depending on the arena. And so today is no different. I am going to be inviting you to explore all throughout January, really, how to be an emotionally sober badass. Okay. One of the other popular phrases that people love to repeat back to me when I say it to them at first is being an emotional Jedi. Okay, these are the things I want for you. Everybody's going to be triggered. Oh, it's just a fact. Everybody's going to be triggered at some point, right? And my question to you is do you have the skills to know how to respond in the moment as opposed to reacting to something that is actually quite bigger and older than the moment? Yeah, yeah, okay. (laughs) So that is what we're going to be playing with today. Uh, We are going to be exploring your triggers. So my invitation to you right now is grab a journal or have a really good friend who you're going to dialogue with about what comes up for you in today's episode. Okay. We're obviously not going to be able to play with every facet of being an emotionally sober badass or (laughs) emotional Jedi, but this is your invitation to play with at least one facet. So as you move forward, give yourself consent to listen into the story, to listen into some of the psychoeducation that is offered. If it works for you, take it and run with it. If it doesn't work for you, y'all, let this be a lesson, not just on this podcast, but also out there in the world. If it doesn't work for you, if it's not benefiting you and the people around you, you don't have to take that. You can say, oh, look at that. That doesn't work for me. And you can put it right off to the side if it does not serve you. Okay? So... That is what we're going to be exploring today. I am so excited. Our first episode of 2023. Are you ready? 
to play. Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? I'm Nina L. Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Let's take a breath. Mm. Okay. So as we are exploring how to be an emotionally sober badass, an emotional Jedi, if you will, of course, I always start with a story, right? I want you to connect with this. I want you to be able to think about your own moments, of course. But here's a real one from my life. Now, I had to really think. How am I going to open up this year? Do I want to tell this story, that story, right? X, Y, Z. I had a plethora to go through. And of the many that I could have chosen, I did choose one for you today. And it takes us back to when Nina here was in undergrad. And I had to deal with, listen, (laughs) we're going to call this person Bethany. Uh, That is not the person's whole name right? That's not the real name, not even their part of their name, right? Um, and the reason why I'm going to offer this to you is because this one moment, right? And of the several moments I'm about to share, this one moment that I've had with Bethany, right? Cannot really encapsulate all of Bethany as a human being. I don't know where Bethany's at in the world today. I can really only share with you the experience that I had. And that is why we're going to call her Bethany. So Bethany and I was in college together. At some point, we roomed together. And I wasn't a big fan of Bethany prior to rooming together. Uh, she she graded on me. She graded on me. And here's the thing is, before we roomed together, I didn't know why, okay? Now, your body is constantly giving you signals. We misinterpret the signals, okay? But it's constantly sending you signals about what you do and do not feel comfortable with, what may be bigger and older than the moment versus what's really not working for you in the moment. Again, body constantly sending you signals. We often misinterpret. But in any case, I knew there's something about Bethany that just rubbed me the wrong way. Nevertheless, I really enjoyed the roommate that I had stayed with and Bethany was that roommate's friend. And so the next year, this is junior year of my undergrad, we all get a space together. It was the worst decision ever, okay? When I tell you that Bethany clearly struggled with being raised in a family with lots of racist or ethnocentric ideas, it was a struggle. I identify as Latina, if you don't know this. Bethany identifies as white, uh, grew up in the South, family from the Woodlands. And of the many narratives that we could cast on Bethany, I'm really just going to tell you the one shit show of a moment, excuse my language here, starting off the year strong. And we're going to explore this emotional sobriety, emotional Jedi bit. So I move into this space with three other people. Okay. Three other women in the case of the story. And Bethany is one of them. Now it starts off with little things, right? Because microaggressions are these little things where you really can't even really put your finger on that. It's you. 
that you're the problem, right? It's like, oh, they're just like an edgy person or, oh, they're just really sensitive or, you know, it's not really about me, right? It can't possibly be about me. Once upon a time, while slipping there, uh, Bethany uh, was staying for the weekend and I had left for the weekend and I came back and I had discovered that my towels, my personal towels from my room, my private room, had been removed from the space. Now I'm going to pause the story here before I keep going on about what then occurred with those towels. Bethany and I had several little run-ins. And again, I had sort of chalked it up to, she's just edgy. She's just sensitive. It can't possibly be about me, right? As many of you might be familiar with this story, right? It can't possibly be about me, right? No, it's like, no, right? That would be crazy. So at one point I ended up being direct with Bethany and I said, Hey, Bethany, I want to know what's going on here because I feel like you don't like me, right? Meaning you're overreacting, you're being overdramatic. Okay, okay, okay. Second time I tried being direct with Bethany, Bethany is yelling, screaming at me from the other side of the house. She's telling me, shut up. She doesn't want to hear it. And I'm genuinely confused because I'm in the kitchen doing my own thing. And I'm like, what is going on here? And so I walk back from the kitchen and Bethany is sitting on the floor, getting her hair done by the, the other roommate. And Bethany's sitting down with a sneer in her face, really ugly face. And I lean against the doorframe and I look at her and I gently as I can say, why don't you like me? What is it about me that you don't like? And she just looks at me and she says with a snarl, I don't know. I just don't like you. So we're going to come back to this moment, put a frame around this moment. We're going to come back to this. I don't know. I just don't like you bit, right? Because when you are raised in a family that teaches you and conditions you, right, uh, with these implicit biases, right, that the Latina is worth less, right, um, that she's of less value, that she shouldn't be liked or treated the same as everyone else because she's not, right, she's not the same as everyone else. It's so deep sometimes you don't even recognize why you don't like someone. Now, maybe she knew, right? Maybe she said, Nina, you're being, too, you're being too generous with Bethany. Maybe she knew and maybe she didn't. In either case, it does not matter because the intent, even if she didn't know why she was treating me that way, is not the same as the impact. Intent is different than impact, my friends. And the impact of this was bullying for me. It was constant. It was aggressive. And remember how I said we we're going to pause that moment and I was going to come back to the towels? We're going to push play now. I come back one weekend, about a weekend away, feeling good. And I return, see the towels have been used. Now, mind you, I have found the towels curled up outside of the home on the floor of the patio, right? Just sitting there all together. And I go to pick it up and it goes, this is my towel. And I drop it. Something disgusting has been picked up on these towels. And I go inside and I go, yo, who used my towels? What's going on? And Bethany comes over and says, you know what, Nina, the dog did something behind the couch and I used your towels because you should have picked it up. I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me get this straight. You used my towels, went into my private room, used my personal towels for my body, my human body, and you picked up dog mess with it and then decided that you weren't going to rinse it off or do anything with it. You were just going to throw it outside like it's trash. Like all my stuff is trash. 
right? Stomps off. Bethany left and I'm so incensed. And I was, I knew that I would never live with them again. That's it. I was like, break lease, get out of here. Let's do this thing. I'm done. That I then, here's my triggered moment, was over it. Did not respond in an empowered way. Definitely responded in a powered way. If you don't know the difference between empowered and powered, stay tuned, folks. Uh, another episode. Go follow me on Drama Therapist Need an Instagram, okay? But let's go back to the story. Definitely did not have an empowered moment here. Jumped into a powered space and... Once Bethany was gone, was so incensed, I immediately rounded up in the central area. I didn't go into her private room. No, I was respectful. Rounded up everything that she'd left, that her dog had left. I know, poor dog. Everything that she'd left out there. And I went out to our backyard, upon which there was a fence on the other side. And I threw it all over the fence. And I said nothing. There was one item that I did not take. And it was a chair that her boyfriend had left her. Uh, he'd gotten it for her. And when I tell you that the angry, emotional, triggered part of me to this day still regrets not throwing that chair over the fence, that's a true story, folks. <laughs> I almost wish that I could say it was different, but I don't. And here's where we're going to explore why, right? If you want to be emotionally sober, and an emotional Jedi badass, you have to see your emotions coming at you from a mile away, okay? Yes, I was angry. Check. Was I angry and responding to the present moment? Absolutely. I had something to be angry about in that present moment. You need to be asking yourself this question. Am I angry and responding to what's happening in this present moment? Because yes would be the answer here. Now, also, when I took all the things out of the house and threw them over the fence, was I responding to that present moment, or was I reacting to something bigger and older than that moment? I think we can all agree that when I took everything and threw it over the fence, that I was reacting to all of the moments that she had minimized me, that she had outright rejected me, or that she had misrepresented who I was or what I meant or how I was showing up as, okay? 100% every time that Bethany had oppressed me, that is what that reaction was. That angry part of me, because remember, we're talking about emotional parts here. That angry part of me absolutely took over, was not having it, triggered. And to this day, again, as I already said, Regrets actually not throwing that chair over the fence. Some other part of me is glad that I did not, right? It wasn't going to help anything, that's for sure. But this was this sort of sensation of this is payback. This is what is due at this point. You've never apologized to me. You haven't come back and said anything that is redeeming. This is what is due. And so <laughs> when you, are thinking about your own moments, right? Story time is done. Moving into the psychoeducational piece here. I want you to really flip the script on this now. The last time that you blew up and did something out of character, or perhaps you've done this often enough that it is perhaps in character for you. If you have a pattern of blowing up, of coming out your face, of doing things where people are like, oh my gosh, so-and-so is crazy. 
if that's a part of your narrative and you are not okay with it, it is not serving you, if it's not benefiting you, then I want to invite you to discover which emotion is it that is hijacking you. If you just had to use my story, this is question number one, write this down in your journal, folks. Which emotion was hijacking me in the story? Anger. Okay. Hijacked by anger. Okay. Figure out which emotion is it that's hijacking you. Okay. There's a pattern. This emotion, if it's not serving you again in this pattern, we can redefine that relationship with that emotion. Okay. Now I'm not saying that I should or should not have done what I did. That's not what I'm going to make this episode about saying whether it was right or wrong. It just was. Okay. Um, And there were many, many layers to this multifaceted moment. Uh, Ultimately, at this point, now that you've heard the story and I have invited you to explore moments in which you might be being hijacked and for you to invite yourself to say, well, which moment or which emotion is it that's hijacking me? Right. Because if it's not anger, it might be sadness. It might be joy. It might be disgust. Or it might be fear, okay? And it might be a shade of any of those things. If you're like, Nina, I'm hijacked a lot by judgment. I judge myself, I judge other people. It's a shade of disgust. If you're like, Nina, I feel really anxious all the time. Oh, rigid, and I feel like I can't do anything. That's a shade of fear. You see where I'm going with this, okay? Nina, how do I get hijacked by joy? You ever had a hypomanic moment or been like toxically positive and you're like, I just have to, everybody just gotta be happy and just gotta be happy. And it's like, ah, Take a breath, my friend. Take a breath. Okay, let's really take a breath. (laughs) So as you were moving forward into 2023 and flipping the script on your emotional patterns and being an emotionally sober badass, if you did not listen to the past episode, I again invite you to go listen to be an emotionally sober badass in 2023 because I am going to challenge you not just for this upcoming week, yes, for this upcoming week, but for this entire month, if you do not know, it is dry January. A lot of people who are sober curious, right, of any type, right, you can give that a go this month. You can see what it would be like to not engage in your substance or your behavior, okay? And while we did not really explore that in this story, right, we talked just about triggers and just about you exploring your emotional self for this upcoming week, my challenge relative to this episode and the rest of this month is this. I want to invite you to ask yourself, is there something that after you are emotionally hijacked or in order to avoid being emotionally hijacked? you gravitate toward. Again, is there something you gravitate toward in order to avoid being emotionally hijacked or to lessen that experience of emotional hijacking, okay? So that is my invitation for the upcoming week. Is there something you're reaching out to? If you're like, Nina, wait a minute. Okay, so I get it. I'm emotionally hijacked. Here is the thing that's happening there, but what do you mean now? Like, what do you want me to do with that? Great. Let me go ahead and tell you. Once you have discovered if there is something that is emotionally hijacking you, right? What that feeling is and what the thing is that you're using, it could be alcohol. It could be drugs. It could be medication, right? Misuse of medication. It could be um, food, your relationship with food. You could be overeating or undereating, right? Restricting. It could be exercise, right? Overexercising, 
uh, right to the point of, 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 of damage, right? Um, it could be codependency, right? You use people to distract. You might be accumulating lots of animals or purchasing lots of things. If any of these things sounds like a flag to you and you're like, yeah, you know, maybe I've got a yellow flag or a red flag in this arena, that could be something you're using in order to avoid redefining a relationship with an emotional part. So of everything I've said here, here is your episode nutshell recap. Are you ready? Okay, let's do this. So first, what are the emotional patterns that are hijacking you? Second, what is the emotion that is hijacking you? Third, if that emotion and pattern and hijacking is not serving you, are you willing and able to redefine your relationship with that emotion? And four, is there something, a substance, a person, a behavior, is there something that that emotional part is using so that you feel like you're in control when really it's supporting you eek, right, in avoiding dealing with some type of emotion? Now, I'm not there with you. I can't help you figure this out any more than just sort of exploring and walking through these bits. <sighs> but that is your challenge for the upcoming week. And if you are actually sober curious and wanting to shift your behaviors with food, with exercise, with medication, with drugs, with alcohol, if you are wanting to explore being sober in any way, shape, or form with that, right? Which in some cases just means being flexible and not rigid, okay? If you are willing to explore that, welcome, friends. Welcome. Be an emotionally sober badass this month. Explore this territory because that is what I planned for you today, folks. Thank you so, so much for being willing to explore your triggers as a human. And if this has been helpful and you want to support Triggered Can We Play With That or your fellow human being in general, please share the episode. Sharing the episode and letting somebody know, this is what's really helped me in this. I think you should hear it, okay? If you're like Nina, five stars. This episode was five stars. It totally makes sense for me to just start kickstarting my year and just really exploring something that I have been curious about. Fantastic. Go give us that five-star review and very explicitly put in there, first episode of 2023, right? Or here's what this episode was about. And this is what it, you know, what it did for me and what it potentially could do for somebody else. I'm really big. Like I told y'all at the beginning, I'm really big on growth oriented, valued material. And so I am super stoked to see what you all come out with as you share, as you give us those reviews. And if you just want to reach out to me and say, Nina, keep doing it, or here's actually what I want to hear in 2023, please, please let this be my shout out to you. Please let me know. Please let me know at Drama Therapist Nina on Instagram. You can also go to the website and, you know, it'll be in the, in the show notes and all that jam. But I think Instagram is probably the easiest way to get a hold of me as we move into a more empowering 2023. You all are going to hear me come back to empowerment like in every episode this year, we are empowerment based. If you don't know the difference, stay tuned folks. Okay. All right. Go do you, go do you. Thank you so much for listening and otherwise stay curious. Mm -hmm.